Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR. Sal Capaccio joining us on the Western Hotline here on Buffalo Bills Football Monday. We thought we'd be talking about the Bills game on Monday at 7 a.m., but instead it's going to be a little bit different. We're previewing the Bills game. Good morning, Sal. Yeah, good morning. You're right about that. I mean, it's taken a long time to get here, but we're finally here. Yeah. We're here, and the game is still scheduled for today. We just spoke with uh, your buddy, our buddy, Pat Hammer, about how the snow, there might be light snow, but the idea of the, the leg effect band is pretty much gone from Orchard Park, and now it's about digging out. So it's going to take a pretty big effort to get it all ready for people to go in. Um, but the game today looks to be good to go, 430, and the weather forecast for the game is temperatures in the teens, wind chills in the single digits, not a ton of wind that would affect a football game. So still outdoors, cold, you know, windy, snowy, but not life-threatening, which, you know, people around here know the difference. For sure. I mean, it's... um it's a much better situation to play an actual football game than yesterday, that's for sure. Um, but now, you know, we just want to make sure that everybody stays safe. You know, pay attention to what's going on, listen to the weather reports, traffic reports, things like that. Uh, I know that uh, people are, crews are hard at work out at the stadium now, still trying to dig out, as you say, clear the roads, clear the stadium, parking lots, everything that goes along with it. So, But as far as a football game is concerned, this game is on for 4.30 p.m., and it's going to be played, and it's going to be a cold game. But it's not anything that we've never seen before here in Orchard Park, that's for sure, and here in Buffalo. Yeah. So, Sal, let's talk about some of what the Bills did over the weekend and how anything changed. I know you got a lot of questions about game designations. If you're designated as out and they move the game a day, can you change the designation? Questionable, all that stuff. Um, what happened with all of that for the Bills this weekend? Neither team changed anything on their injury report. Now... I read through the NFL operations memo on this kind of thing. There's nothing that addressed if the game gets moved, but it does kind of say in there, there's some, there's some wording about if there's a change in the injury report, you must, you know, due to whatever, it didn't say game being moved or something like that. I'll, I'll say it this way. It doesn't matter because the guys who are declared out are still out for the bills. You know, obviously for the Steelers, TJ Watt, you know, for the bills, Gabe Davis, Taylor Rapp, they're not going to play. They're out. Questionable is Russell Douglas, and Tyrell Dodson. Now, 
they're questionable. So whether the game was played yesterday or today, they're still questionable. They could be act. They could play. Yeah, we don't know. We'll see come game time. And the thing, the help, fact that the Bills, el- go ahead. The the thing I always like to point out with questionable is there used to be a time where probable existed and it doesn't anymore. Correct. So if a guy is like eighty yep. percent to play, he's still questionable. So you know, while it's, sometimes it's thought of as a coin toss, that that's as high as they can go. Hundred percent right, Jeremy. Technically, it's supposed to be fifty fifty. But what happened was years ago, because there was data that showed that anybody who was probable was always like 90% played. And the league's like, we're not even going to have this anymore. Like, what's the point? So they got rid of it. Doubtful still exists. You could have somebody doubtful, meaning 25%. It's supposed to mean technically that they would play. Um, But nobody's on there. You don't really see a lot of guys doubtful. Sometimes you do. So (coughs) that said, Tyrell Dodson being questionable, A.J. Klein was elevated from... The practice squad. I, I mean, I think that's an indication that he probably won't be able to play. But you don't know. I mean, he might be able to play. But the reason I say, to me, it's an indication he wouldn't be able to play is I'm just doing the roster in my head. The Bills, to me, and I said this all week. I've been cautioning people that, are, you know, the Leonard Fournette, and I know people want to see Leonard Fournette, and he looked good, and he looked better than Latavius Murray last few weeks, whatever. But the Bills really only had two elevations for three spots. Yes, elevations reset in the postseason, meaning anybody could be elevated as many times as you want. But you still only get two. And to me, the Bills had three spots. And one of those spots had to be wide receiver. Guys, you can't go into a game with four healthy wide receivers. If somebody twists an ankle in the first series, you're not playing a game with three healthy wide receivers. You're just not doing it. You can't. So the Bills had to use one for India Isabella. That's the way I looked at it all week. And sure enough, they did because they need five healthy wide receivers. So that leaves... What's going to happen with Tyrell Dodson? Well, if you don't think Tyrell Dodson's going to play, you got to elevate A.J. Klein. Otherwise, you're going to seriously deplete your depth at linebacker. Everybody's got to move up. You need guys to play special teams. Is Bale Inspect- What's Bale Inspector going to do? Where's he play? You're not playing Tyler Matakevich on defense, obviously. Obviously, Ter- Terrell Bernard um, is the middle linebacker. But, you know, that creates a problem. That leaves Leonard Fournette out. I mean, that's just the way it's, it is, and it's unfortunate because I would like to see Leonard Fournette activated and elevated for you know what he gave this team in shorter yardage. But the fact is, the Bills really couldn't do that, it appears, based on the way they see everybody being um, you know, able to play or not able to play. They did not have to do anything for Rasul Douglas. Even if they don't think he's going to play, Kyrie Elam's already on the, on the team. He's just been inactive, so you already have your numbers there. So that's maybe a little long way to try to explain to everybody why Leonard Fournette was not elevated. To me, they always had only two elevations for three spots. So you, you don't think it could it necessarily has to say anything about whether Douglas is ready to go in this game? Because even behind Elam, Sal, like, you know, you have Cam Lewis, you have, what, Saran Neal, like, you have break glass in case of emergency guys, I feel like, even if there were multiple injuries. And that's Kyrie Elam, break glass in case of emergency. He's already on the roster. No, I don't think it has anything to do with Douglas. He could play, he might not play. If he plays, you just leave Kyrie Elam inactive. If he doesn't play, you activate Kyrie Elam, and you go with Dane Jackson as a starter. So to me, it doesn't really, Joe, because there's no reason. I mean, you they, they would have elevated Jamarcus Ingram, Josh Norman, but what would be the point? You already have you already mm-hmm. have enough corners available. Like you, no- It doesn't change the numbers you normally play with anyway. Right, you know they, I mean? they normally don't carry four boundary corners into a game active. Correct, correct. Gotcha. So it doesn't change any of that. Whether he plays or not, it doesn't change their normal numbers because Kyrie Elam's already on the active roster. Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. We'll get a call in for Sal here with uh, Stephen in Florida. Stephen, good morning. You're on with Sal. Hey. Stephen, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. 
Um, Morning. So, yeah, I wanted to say, first of all, I was thinking right along the lines of your uh, meteorologist that, you know, you had calling because I don't see where the weather itself is going to be a factor uh, as far as the wind or precipitation. It's definitely going to be the cold. And so I just want to share a quick story. I grew up, uh, I uh, lived about five minutes from what was Rich Stadium and the infamous blizzard of 77. My brother actually climbed to the top of a snowbank and touched the top of the telephone pole out near, out near the stadium there. So that's how bad it was. But now that being said, with this game, um, you know, the only thing I see in uh, the Steelers' favor with T.J. Watts being out is the running game. They've got a couple of really good running backs. But with our defense, the way they've stepped up this year, I believe that they can stop them. And I believe with the fact that the wind uh, and the precipitation isn't going to be that much of a factor, you know, hopefully according to the weather forecast, I think Josh is going to have a really good game passing. Um, and also, of course, with the running game, I think that they're going to have, uh, you know, they're going to be unstoppable. So, um, you know, barring any unforeseen, you know, situations with injuries or whatever, and, of course, we don't want to see a lot of turnovers and mistakes, that kind of thing, I think Buffalo is going to blow out the Steelers. And I've seen all the analysts and, yeah. uh, you know, the play callers are predicting Buffalo to win. Yeah. Then, well, they're favored by double digits. Sal, the Pittsburgh running game. It's like one of the few things you'll mm-hmm. hear about. The, again, the reason the Pittsburgh offense has finally started to work is because their passing game has gotten better. Mm-hmm. I don't consider them to be a particularly dangerous run team. Najee Harris has not been great for them. Jalen Warren, to me, is a little more dangerous. But overall, the Bills' ability to stop the run. Let, let's just remove Pittsburgh from it. Let's go on the Bills' ability to stop the run with a healthy Daquan Jones in there. How much faith should Bills fans have that the Bills have an answer to stop the run? Well, the Bills' metrics, their numbers stopping the run aren't great. Yards per play given up 28th in the league. I, now, look, we, we the numbers are the numbers. I would, you can't hide from it. They are what they are. I think we know that early in the season it was much worse than it is now, and they also gave up some big runs, which you know hurt those numbers. They're 15th in the league overall in yards per game given up on the ground. So they're about average there. I think Daquan Jones being healthy is obviously a huge lift for this team, a huge boost. And the fact that I think that against this opponent, you'd probably focus a little more on that. Yes, of course you have to. What you said is completely right. Mason Rudolph throwing the ball, he's done a really good job. But I think that you know this isn't the Dolphins or Chiefs where they're going to try to be a more pass attack first. I think the philosophy of the Steelers is they want to run the ball. They want to grind it. They want to shorten this game. So that will help, too, as far as you know, game planning and trying to rally to the football. The Steelers' run game, yeah, they want to run. We, we think about the Steelers as that team. But as you just pointed out, Jeremy, like you're like, eh, you know, it's okay. I mean, their numbers aren't great running the ball. Um, you know, even, even by volume, they're, I looked up, they're 14th most rushes in the league. You know, it's not like that's all they do. But at the same time, they're only 19th in the NFL in, in yards per play on the ground, 4.13. So it's okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Najee Harris. Excuse me. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. If you look at Najee Harris's you know, yards per carry and things like that, Jalen Warren is a much better yards per carry guy. He's, a, he's the more explosive guy. 
Um, but Najee Harris, you know, every once in a while, he'll break off a decent run. But they're not, like, super explosive in the run game either. Warren can be. Warren can be once in a while. They just don't give him the ball as much as they do Najee Harris. Right. No, really, the explosive plays, Sal, in their offense have actually... I mean, what what are the plays we've seen from them in the last month or so? It's George Pickens down the field where he just breaks right. open. He had like a 90-yard touchdown against, I think it was the Bengals, and has had a couple other since. John, Deontay Johnson had one last week, and we this has been a staple of the Bills for years, and it's another year where they're they're good at it. They didn't let Miami do it, where if you're – way of getting offense is we're going to break one big one against you. The Bills usually aren't the team that lets that happen. That's right. I agree with that. And, you know, I, I think to me the more worrisome thing is one of those guys, Pickens or Deontay Johnson, making a big play. I mean, Mason Rudolph's done a good job of getting the ball to them. He does a good job of getting it in stride to them. They're good yards after catch when they get the ball in their hands, uh, especially Johnson. Uh, from what we've seen, each guy has a really long touchdown, catch, run, whatever, over the last several weeks. There's like an 86-yarder in there. There's a 71-yarder in there. We saw that against the Baltimore Ravens. Like, those are the things. But I just wonder philosophically, you know, what the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to try to do like that, if they're going to try to, you know, attack like that. They probably want they probably want to live in an area where they don't have to do that. They don't want to put Mason Rudolph back there and throw the ball 35 times, you know, against in a hostile crowd and communication uh, against the Bills' pass rush. They'd rather run the ball, control it. It's not that their run game is great. What they want to do is they want to control the game running the football. I'm looking back, guys. So if you take a look at their average yards per rush, right, per game, go back. 4.0 against the, the uh, Ravens. They ran for over 200 yards against the Seahawks. But only 4.4. They ran the ball 46 times. Yeah. That was because that's what they wanted to do. Before that, 3.8, 3.1, 2.9, 4.2. Like they're not, they're not some you know juggernaut running the football. What they want to do though is control the game and not make mistakes, and that's how they do it. And the Bills, of course, are trying to not make make mistakes, which is something that I think, if we're all being honest, Sal, they have done a lot of this year. They've made a lot of mistakes. It's kind of why they had to dig themselves out of that hole yeah. to get this two seed. So. You know, what What can you do besides just, you know, if you're Sean McDermott, hammer at home and make sure that James Cook knows to hold on to the ball and that yep. Josh Allen, you know, I, I probably don't even say anything to Josh, right? If there's going to be one interception in there mixed in with the rest of the stuff he usually does well, fine. But it will be about whether it's fundamentals or smart football. McDermott will, will want his team to be sharp today, which is something that has eluded them a lot this year. Yeah, don't, don't give the Pittsburgh Steelers any extra, you know, possessions. You don't give them any extra great field position. To, if, if you make a couple mistakes, this is the kind of game where, you know, if you make a couple mistakes and suddenly you're down 10 points in the second quarter, it becomes a much different game. We've seen this. It reminds me of playing the New England Patriots a lot, to be honest with you. And I think the Steelers can be more explosive, of course, with their wide receivers and the Patriots. But it's the same thing. Like, if you get down like the Bills did in New England – they're going to grind the ball. They're going to grind it. They're going to shorten the game. That's what they're going to do. You can't let them hang around. That's the kind of game they want to play here. So yeah, don't make mistakes. And you know, take advantage of it's unfortunate TJ Watt, he's one of the best players. He might be the defensive player of the year. He's having a great year obviously, but he is out and you need to take advantage maybe of them not having as much of a pass rush. He has half their sacks this year. He has 19 sacks. That's incredible. But now you can slide protection. I think you could do a little bit more in the pocket. And, you know, you're going to have to take advantage of those kinds of things. They get Minka Fitzpatrick back, it looks like. That'll help their defense. But, 
you know, I think the Bills have opportunity here on, on offense. They can't squander those opportunities. They have to score. And if they can get into the second quarter and themselves have a 10-point lead or something like that, I think it much makes it much more difficult for this type of team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, to be able to. So I think that you know those first several drives and who can maybe score some points, make the other team, force a team into a mistake or two, I think are very, very, very critical. Butch on the east side before the break. Hey, Butch, good morning. Good morning, guys, and I love you, and thanks so much for taking my call before the break. I really appreciate it. I just wanted to catch Sal. Sal, listen, I know, I know you might say uh, about they play the same position, but it, we're talking football here right now. We're talking playoffs. This is it. Go home. If you win, you move forward. Stopping the run, the reason why I call this, Jerry, and you guys are talking about stopping the run. We got one way we can stop. We can stop. We can stop the White House from bringing through, bringing the president through if we wanted to, and that's put Lavelle Joseph and Daquan Jones in the middle at the same damn time and moving forward. And I'm, I mean, I'm being honest with you when I say that because those two guys eat up anything. They're gonna push the pocket right back into your face. You will have a Greg Rousseau or AJ AJ Epinesa coming around the end. And they cannot run up the middle, especially in the conditions that we're about to play in. Just something to think about with that. And last but not least, I want everybody out there, like they already said, to be safe, enjoy the game. If you can't go carpool, get there and just be safe and enjoy this root our team on. Get get ready for next week. And I love you guys. And WGR, thanks so much for taking the call. And I appreciate you. Thanks, Bush. I, I don't have a problem at all with that, like having Linval Joseph on the field with Daquan Jones. The only issue is then you don't have Ed Oliver on the field, right? I think you want Ed Oliver on the field, too. He's such a terrific player. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that the Bills have some good run stoppers. The Bills have a good defensive line. You want to put Daquan Jones, that's Linval Joseph. You can do that in situations. But anything that takes Ed Oliver off the field, you know, you're losing Ed Oliver. So, you know, I, I, I don't love that part of it. If they win, Sal, it's a uh, it's a home home. Holy it's the cow. first road game for Patrick yeah. Mahomes in the playoffs, and it would be here. Jer- Jeremy, like it's funny. I was going to tweet kind of what you did I, after the Chiefs won. I was going to tweet something like Buffalo has now become America's team. Yeah, you said something similar yesterday. Online, I said which is, the Bills. I, have, I was thinking the same the thing. The Bills have to win for America. We, yes. The, 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 yes, the country deserves to see Patrick Mahomes play. Oh road playoff game he has two yeah. super bowls and zero road playoff games it's time it's amazing <laughs> it's time 16, was it 16 playoff games did i read that right 16 he's got How many playoff games he played uh sure probably i, I mean, thought i saw he was 12 and 2 at 12. home yeah and then and then three super bowls and he's played two in. and one in the super bowls okay there you go there and you go so holy cow yeah you're right so obviously and we all know now so everybody knows if whoever wins this game is playing 6.30 Sunday night, I think the league did a good job at least of considering that. Right? didn't matter who won. Yeah. They're going to make Baltimore and Kansas City wait to know their opponent and their location. Um, and, I, and I get that and I understand that. Now, if the Bills do win this game, there's going to be a lot of talk and, you know, thinking about <laughs> you're playing on – you're giving the Kansas City Chiefs now we will have two days extra rest than the Bills, right? I mean, yep. and you're talking about an Andy Reid coach team with two days extra rest, which really sucks. But – at the end of the day, you got to win the games. You got to play football, and you can't worry about that. And if the Bills win, they have to reset on Tuesday, get try to get their legs back under by Wednesday, and then off we go. Right? So yeah, I mean, it, it's not logistically the greatest situation, but you got to win anyway, and it doesn't matter. And it's not like you've never played a Monday to a Sunday before, right? That happens in the league. You yep. play a Monday night, you play a Sunday, turn around. So, but yeah, I mean, it just thinks that you know the Chiefs would have two extra days rest, but you can't use that as an excuse. 
Um, you just have to go out there and play football, and you're right. It would be amazing to see the Kansas City Chiefs here um, in a road playoff game. And I've been looking ahead a little bit, and Pat was on with you guys. He's going to be on with me again at 10 o'clock in the Extra Point Show. I think the way it looks now, next Sunday should be a, like kind of a carbon copy of what we're going to get today for the weather. Yeah, cold, right? Real cold. Cold and kind of clear and, you know, not I don't know about the wind, but, yeah, something like that, yeah. All right, Sal Capaccio. Thanks, Sal. You got it, guys. Bills and Steelers today. I mean, the idea of the Ravens and the Texans will have played. So maybe the Bills and Chiefs are playing in the final game of the divisional round to go to the Baltimore Ravens house. Yep. Or, or, they're, or, or they're playing to host. Yep. All I know, Joe, is that, I, listen, we've had playoff games before. And it's been a good run of playoff games for the Bills. Maybe you went to the Colts or the Ravens during the pandemic. Maybe you went to the uh, last year, to the or two years ago, to the Patriots game. Maybe you got the disappointment was the Bengals game. If they win this game today, next Sunday is the biggest game in that stadium in 30 years. By a lot. Since they hosted an AFC championship yep. game last. Yeah. By a lot. Yep. Holy cow, that game. Mahomes oh, just get us finally there. on the road. Just get us there. Here. It feels like it would be the... In their in their weakest form, also. You would think. You would think. It, it would feel like the vengeance for 13 seconds, two years later, finally. Let's, let's run that whole thing back again. Whew, man. Don't look ahead. Beat the Steelers today. Beat the Steelers. I can't live in a world where the Chiefs are going back home <laughs> to host another playoff game. Too many home playoff games for them. Speaking of the Steelers and the Chiefs, I've got to get for you what happened, how the Steelers opened against Kansas City in their last playoff game. Oh. What the Steelers did in their last playoff game, which was two years ago, is is it's it's very uh, it's not it's not gonna be the, it's gonna be the least surprising thing ever, but it's still amazing. Okay, we'll get to that. I know three years ago they played the Browns. They fumbled the opening snap for a touchdown, maybe. Oh, their last two playoff games. Oh, we could draw some similarities. Complete disasters. Yeah. 803-0550, Jeremy and Joe, give us a call. We need updates from Orchard Park. If you're at the stadium, if you've just finished a shoveling shift, I have a source at the stadium that has told me the following: that they're doing the best they can, but if you're going to the game. Walkways, aisles, things like that. They're clearing those as best they can. If you're going to the game, maybe prepare yourself to be sitting in snow. Mm-hmm. That it just might be too much to clear, and you might be sitting in snow. Plan accordingly. Eight oh three oh five fifty on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.